Welcome back to X Minutes. My name is Brian. My name is Wolf. And this is the podcast that takes the longest running single continuity superhero franchise without a reboot and rewatches it one extraordinary minute at a time. I remembered what my intro was, and this is X Men Minute 48. Wolf, mm-hmm. what happened? So, we are still in Cerebro with the professor, and he fires the machine up, and we get to see it in action. I remember seeing this in the theater for the first time, and I was like, wow, Cerebro is awesome. You get to, like, see what everyone's doing everywhere. That's not creepy. Uh, Yeah, it's not creepy at all. It doesn't really dictate how I turned out as an adult. The only person who would have been worse to say that would be me. (laughs) (laughs) Being a white man. It's not creepy that I get to watch everybody. It's just <laughs> okay, right? God. Oh, I regret going that far with the bit. Go to uh, 15 seconds. This is kind of a cool effect when it shows. Yes, did you catch it? Yeah. The X? It's like, you said what? The X? The X at 15. Oh, sorry. It's at 13 seconds. Oh, crap. Oh, wow, that is cool. It it's kind of shows, like, going into what his mind sees. And, like, at around 15, when all the people are, like, dropping down or whatever. Yeah. And, like, the environment is, is uh, sort of being created around the minds of all the people. He has no idea where she is at first. Then he finally finds her in the train station, sifting through the minds of all the other patrons. And then over the PA, we hear a man's voice saying, what is it, now boarding on track four. So right after the announcer says that, we cut back to the professor and his eyes open. So that must be like the final clue. He knows exactly where she is and where she's going. Then he comes back out into the hallway with the rest of the group and he tells her that she's at the train station. Of course, Logan being very protective, he wants to go after her. Mm-hmm. But the professor, he insists Logan stays at the mansion because he still thinks that Magneto wants him instead of Roe. Yeah, and he's taking blame for her leaving in the first place after mm-hmm. accidentally stabbing her. But Aurora talks him down saying, she's okay. She's just scared. Mm-hmm. She's just having one of those days. Uh, we'll just, we'll bring her some ice cream. She'll be fine. <laughs> But that's not the case. It's not the case at all. Uh, all right. So some other details are we finish up the conversation between Jean Scott and Wolverine where she said if I had tried operating this, it would be. And then Scott says dangerous. What do you think about four seconds where everything just, man, that circular room if it is the inside of a baseball, that baseball gets so big. Big like the Grinch's heart, ten times its size. Mm. What do you think about that effect? You know, uh, every time I, I would watch this, I would think to myself, like, what would happen if one were to fall off of that little platform? Like, there's no guardrail or anything. It's like the man's in a wheelchair. You don't think there would be, like, some sort of, like, railing or something? All that's seems... there is like a one-inch curb. <laughs> yeah, like I in real life, I would be like terrified to walk out onto there and just look down into like right. nothing. You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of that like that pit from Three Hundred that Leonidas kicked the uh, messengers down. We <laughs> are X Men. <laughs> Pretty we much, because like I don't know where that goes, and I don't know what the what's at the bottom of Cerebro. I mean, it's been there for many years. Though. 
there's probably like like kids who probably accidentally wandered in there, falling down there. No one has any idea where they are. They're just there. <laughs> well, thankfully, it has that eye scanner from the last minute, so yeah, they can't get know. in there without the right eye scan. But I will say, like, that's not a twenty foot wide walkway. Like, that's where I would be comfortable if there was no. Then yeah. I'd just stay in the middle and never get closer. But that's like five feet or less. Like, if I trip one way from the middle, my waist is going to go over the side. I'm not yeah. going to be able to stop myself from falling. And, geez, it's like the bottom of Cerebro it- might look like that hidden tunnel on Ego's planet in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Just tons of oh, baby bones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that um, the platform is that thin? For a reason. Do you think if it was thicker, it would interfere with with the signal? I guess. Uh, <laughs> if it was as wide as it should be, then that circular door would be insanely big, and then it wouldn't look as good. And it wouldn't look nearly as cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Jeez. Like they must have filmed it on like a set with like an eight foot drop though, and green screen all around them. So it still would have yeah. been dangerous for the cast if they had fallen off. Just that eight foot drop wouldn't have killed them, but you could do it some damage. Would have broken something. Mm. But yeah, like, what do you think about when it stretches out though, and everything like zooms out? Yeah, it just looks like entirely too big to fit in the mansion to me are we supposed to believe that this is actually stretching though because i mean i don't think it's i think it's just zooming out i mean i want to say that i mean well first off at the five second mark that walkway is definitely getting bigger that's not like an accident the lights are stretching farther apart and everything which makes me think we're just going in his mind and we're seeing it's a little trippier blah 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 but the walls seem to shrink but in reality all those squares are you know one of those like balls that's just plastic that you pull it apart and it's like it gets bigger and stuff that are all connected oh yeah it's like yeah it kind of looks like that's what's happening like there's multiple layers of metal squares kind of like the metal squares that magneto pulls to himself to make his own walkway in his own place Mm. but then as cerebro activates all these squares kind of start expanding like that plastic ball toy that i mentioned and it Mm -hmm. all starts filling in the space together from what i can tell there's no explanation for why that walkway is getting longer but it actually does look like cerebro's getting bigger Mm -hmm. which it kind of looks like that yeah but again even with the smaller size Size, they are only in the basement who who knows how low the basement goes but right. not that low because the basketball field opens to let out their quinjet oh yeah that is true so they were like just under well like maybe 35 feet underneath yes. the surface or something so even if the original inside a basketball shape doesn't change still a little too big yeah unless they've got like a part of the mansion that's just a circle and it's like oh this isn't somewhere you can go so from what i remember I mean, I don't know. I mean, he's clearly, he probably built onto the mansion since the 70s or the 60s or whatever, but it's like, it kind of seems like, because like when they were first fucking around with it, when Magneto was putting all that shit together with his magnet powers, it looked like it was just like in the way off, like away from the from the uh, mansion. So do you think that it's it's in the same spot, except just like they built? Uh, what like, part are you oh, talking uh, about? So I, I think it was first class. 
and they were like, and Magneto was like picking up a bunch of metal and shit to help form Cerebro, but it, it wasn't connected to the house or whatever, I think. So I'm going to double check my copy, but I think it might be two different things you're thinking about. One mm-hmm. is in X2 when he changes it to target all humans and then trick Xavier into targeting all humans to kill them. He does all that metal stuff there. Oh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And yeah. in first class, he is using his powers to move one of the radio dishes that are on mm-hmm. Xavier's land. Mm-hmm. So I remember that, but I don't... I could have sworn... Michael Fassbender put something together. I could be thinking of those two things and like they're just mashing together in my brain. But yeah. I'm going to scrub through this really quick. Alright, so the first time he uses it, he tries to get, or in a big way, he tries to get Shaw's submarine. Mm Mm-hmm. That was fucking dope. (laughs) And then this is the thing I was thinking about from uh, First Class. Yeah. That's Cerebro version one. Uh And inside they're doing that. Yeah, the tests and shit, yeah. And Hank says, you know, it would really work better if I shaved your head. And he says, don't touch my hair. Which ironically, James (laughs) McAvoy preemptively shaved his head. And Matthew Vaughn was like, what the fuck, bro? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Don't do that. We're going to add a hair now. So that's Cerebro version one. And we get this mirror place where Shaw does his thing. Oh, do you think that like, do you think Shaw's mirror place had any effect on how Cerebro turned out? I don't know, because I know that with that whole thing, he's not so much moving metal around in there as, like, destroying it and breaking in, mm. like Eric is. But I'm, I'm scrubbing through. Yeah, okay. So this is the scene where he wants to catch a bullet coming out of the gun barrel, but then... Oh, and he puts it to his head. Yeah, but then <laughs> Eric challenges him. Yeah, we got this shot right before that. But uh, that was an intense scene. Charles challenges him to find a happy memory to move the disc. At the end of it, he's even almost crying. He says, that was a beautiful memory. Thank you for sharing it with me. And it's the one that has all the little oh, birthday yeah. candles and stuff. And yeah, he moves that. But I'm, I just want, I don't want to like dismiss. No, I mean, I might be, I might have been thinking of, I was thinking of Fassbender's moving that orb thing, but I just assumed that he had more involvement in its entire creation. I remember Hank being like the main one you know, with all the, you know, things or whatever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then now I've gotten to the point where he pulls out Shaw's submarine and the only other real big metal feat he does at the end of that movie is take all the missiles that they shoot at them and turn oh, it back. Oh, yeah. So there's That's nothing else at, from that point on that could possibly be it. But you said that you're partial to this trilogy anyway, right? That you you haven't watched all the other movies so much. No, I, yeah, I mean, I, I saw First Class like once or twice Apocalypse. I I can't watch Apocalypse anymore. I saw Dark Phoenix for the first time uh, not too long ago. So it wasn't as horrible as I thought. Hmm? So why can't you watch Apocalypse again? And I'm so um, sorry when we get to those minutes. Yeah, right. No, when we get to the minutes, it'll be fine. Uh, no, I mean I can't like I'm not only like physically like atrophy when I turn it on, but I just I'm not, I'm not a fan of it. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of the actors who play the certain characters, but I'm just not a fan of it as a whole. Right. Oscar Isaac was such yeah. a get. Yeah, he's a good. He's a good guy. Fucking ruined it. But it was just weird. I was so. I already told you how bored I was watching that movie. I get it. Yeah. 
Yeah, I might have fallen asleep in the theater. Not all from the movie. I think I had a long day, but yeah. You don't need to give excuses just... to that movie. It's a bore fest. <laughs> 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 the only, like I said, nah. the only time I leaned forward was when they did the Quicksilver Super Zoom. And oh, yeah. the most frustrating one part in the whole movie was when Quicksilver could have told Magneto he was his dad to break through to him, and he just fucking yeah. doesn't. And then Magneto breaks through it anyway. <sighs> Yeah. That movie was so fucking dumb. <laughs> oh. Uh. <laughs> Keep watching along with us. You might want to just skip a movie in the future if you love it. Because <laughs> I, I will. Yeah. All right. So it has to be a hallucination kind of thing, right? This effect yeah. of expansion. Otherwise... I was just thinking like, it's like we're experiencing what his mind is doing. Okay. But... I wanted to look at these people. I mean, nothing really stands out about these people. They're just like everyday people going from point A to point B. So, yeah. Yeah, and I also thought, I wondered why they took the sparkles out of her scarf. And my only guess from a costume design standpoint might be because once she arrives at the mansion, Mm -hmm. that small little light inside of her is able to spread further. Like, she goes from everything's bright and colorful and innocent and then when she's on the run everything is dark except for this one glittery thing right in the center and then when she gets to a place where she's accepted suddenly she starts wearing more colors around and maybe that scarf doesn't need those uh, pieces of glitter to show that there's a tiny light being smothered by all the darkness but Mm -hmm. I also may just be making stuff up to justify it I don't know that's that's an interesting observation I'm really attached to the glitter release the glitter cut it's like I mean like when she's at home with her family it's like there's really no need for anything extra it's like everything in her world is like not perfect but it's perfect you know it's bright it's bright and happy bright un- shiny unencumbered innocent even her hopes and dreams anyway and then oh. it goes right downhill <laughs> but yeah yeah that was that boy's name hill and he went right down <laughs> 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 He, he really could have used Magneto if he was a... Me- Never mind. That was a dumb joke. Alright. <laughs> okay. Jeez. God, I rambled so long about something. Ugh. If you want to watch along in the minutes, X minutes, a tag wolf. So go follow him as well. Wherever you're listening or watching, go put reviews on Apple Podcasts because what are we going to do, Wolf, if we get five or more reviews? We are going to do something humiliating, something disgusting. Uh, and possibly uh, make homemade edible slime, but instead of water, we're going to replace it with some sort of beer. <laughs> and for every single review or rating we get, we're going to take one spoonful or a shot of it or whatever. So you better re- review away. So <laughs> I I got a feeling I'm going to regret saying that because there's going to be like a hundred reviews and we're going to end up having to take... If there's somehow a hundred reviews, that'll be a miracle. I (laughs) promise we won't get a hundred reviews. Although if you take that as a personal challenge, accept the challenge. I'm down. God. Just remember that amongst all the podcasts that we're doing these challenges for, I'm the biggest loser. And not because I'm going to be losing weight, but because I'm going to be doing all three of the punishments. (laughs) And if you're on video, like, subscribe, and check out those other podcasts. Ah, They're good. They're Mm. good. I am Wolf. I am Brian. And we are the best at what we do. But what we do is not very fast. (laughs) 